0: Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC.
1: Well, speaking of pitching and speaking of Razorbacks, both current and former, Evan Lee with his Major League debut. We talked about it earlier, gave you a highlight. Here's one more. He had a few of those yesterday. And we have a lot of fun with it. Nice job. He's having some fun out there. Strikeout number two, he gets Escobar. And that's two outs here in the second. Two outs in the second. Good performance by Evan Lee yesterday. Unfortunately, the Nationals came up short against the first place Mets, 5-0. And, man, tough debut, although his performance pretty solid didn't get any run support, and sometimes that's the way it goes. But uh, Evan, we want to get you on for a few minutes, and let's start with congratulations, my man. What a a long road to get here and to finally make it to the major leagues. It had to be a pretty amazing moment for you yesterday. I thought you handled it incredibly well, but uh, congrats.
2: Oh, thank you so much, Justin, and uh, thank you for the opportunity to be on the show. It was, it was an awesome experience, a lifetime accomplishment that I've had, uh, had that dream since I was five years old. And so to be able to go out there and tow that rubber at City Field and just to look and see all of, the, all of the sights and sounds of a big league stadium for the first time, it was just incredible. And just to have my family there with me to be able to see it was just a dream come true. Couldn't have asked for anything better.
1: At five years old, you started thinking about being a major league pitcher? Oh, that
2: was all I used to watch. So, my dad used to work for the Kansas City Royals when I was little. So, I'd always used to go into his closet. And obviously, the jersey was a little bit too big for me, but I'd run around in it and just always, always thought that that's what I was going to be a Major League Baseball player or something to do with Major League Baseball. And so, I was, I can, there's pictures of me running around in that jersey, tripping over it with a bat in in hand, and just uh, always had that dream since I was little.
1: So, give me the process from getting the call to when you actually take the mound. What what was that those few days like from from finding out to getting there?
2: So it was very hectic for one. So we, uh, being in Double A Harrisburg, we had a road series to uh, to play at Erie, Erie, Pennsylvania, against the SeaWolves, the Double A affiliate of the Tigers, and and so we were sitting in Buffalo Wild Wings the first night um, of the road trip, and. Me and a couple of my teammates were just in there watching the Nationals game know, on the television, and my manager, pitching coach, walk up, and uh, my manager just asked me, "Hey, I was supposed to schedule—I was supposed to schedule to start on Thursday." He's like, "Can you pitch on Wednesday?" And I said, "Yeah, heck yeah, it's on Wednesday." He said, "You sure?" He said, "I was just like, yes sir." He said, "How about a city field?" And I said, "Oh, of course, I'll take that." And, and of course, everybody went nuts at that time, and so it was from then on. As soon as I knew I was—I was going up there. Uh, it was a short turnaround, got as much sleep as I could, woke up at 4.45 in the morning, jumped on a plane uh, out of Erie and into Charlotte, from Charlotte to LaGuardia, and then uh, got to play a little light catch uh, the day before the start, and then, shoot, it was showtime from then.
1: Did you have an inkling that they were going to bring you up?
2: There was a possibility, so I knew that there were some reports leaked out there that uh, I was in the running for making the making the start, and so... I had I was preparing myself mentally just in case I was to get the call. I didn't know if it was gonna be me or not. And then just to just to get that satisfaction and just to know that I'm gonna go pitch in the big leagues was just a dream come true and I mean it just was a wave of emotion. What
0: were those emotions standing on the mound yesterday in that first inning?
2: Oh un unimaginable. I, I got some good advice from uh the bullpen catcher. Uh he he told me, Hey, he's like you may you never get your debut again he said, take a moment to just sit on the mound and just look look at your surroundings and just take it all in. He said, it's not a bad thing to do that. He said, you'll remember it for the rest of your life and you'll really appreciate it because you never know if you're going to be able to come back and you never know how long your career is going to be. And and I really appreciated that. And so it was just, just to be able to look up at Citi Field and just look around at the stand and just see everything that, that encompasses a big league ballpark. I mean, it was just amazing. And then, of course. The first pitch was uh, the most nerve-wracking, just making sure that everything goes smooth. It was, it, was, uh, it was awesome to throw the first pitch as a strike right down the ricket. Uh, that always plays. And so just from there, the, it just felt like after that first pitch, it was just like any other game. Just, it, it was crazy. It, it really was.
1: We're talking to Evan Lee on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. He made his Major League debut yesterday with the Nationals against uh, the Mets is there a big difference? We talk about this with basketball arenas a lot, but you know, when playing in a in a big facility like that, you know, in front of uh, New York fans, is it a big difference from pitching at other places?
2: Oh, absolutely! I mean, just going out there for the first time the day before the start, just looking up, you're just like, holy smoke, man! This is, <laughs> I mean, it's just it just looks like a palace, and um, and so you're just walking out there, you feel like, I mean, I ain't gonna lie, I mean, it was pretty cool to go out there, just thinking like I was, I was i was uh in the the movie 300 or something just (laughs) like man this is gonna be cool tomorrow everybody's gonna be hating me everybody's gonna be smoking my head out there and there ain't nothing i can do about it except try and pitch the best i can and so it it was pretty cool i felt like i was in in gladiator when i went out there for the first pitch
1: (laughs) so you're in addition you're pitching on short rest and i'm sure you probably didn't sleep a lot what time did you get up on game day
2: so I actually got up about eight o'clock, and that was not by an alarm clock. That was just me waking up knowing what the day was. So it, it was. I actually got more sleep than I thought I was going to get. Most people were laughing at me, saying you weren't going to get a lick of sleep. I was thankful to get an, enough sleep to be able to go out there and feel good about it. And so uh, felt felt pretty good. Felt rested. Uh, all that. All that stuff. Of course, a lot of that was probably adrenaline because I mean. I couldn't really, it was an out-of-body experience almost, just being out there, arm felt great. I was just like, it shouldn't be feeling this good, but it does. And so uh, it it was incredible, just riding on cloud nine.
1: What are the other big differences with majors versus, like, double-A, where you were coming from, or even college? You know, I remember in in Bull Durham there was the famous line, he's like, you know, you get white balls for batting practice. I mean, it's the little things, you know. What uh, what were the biggest things to you, the big difference between, like, being in double-A versus the majors?
2: Oh, so the biggest thing for me is just you have they pull you big league hitters pull you into the zone. Uh they're not gonna chase, they're gonna they're very disciplined. And that was the biggest thing, the being a rookie, uh, just talking to the guys they said with, with you being a rookie this, the strike zone is gonna be cracker jack tight. Mm-hmm. And so it um if of course it was. I felt like a a ton of pitches that uh that I had I thought were strikes, they it was it was just out out or in. I was just like, Man, this is this is real. And so, I mean, they try and put as much, they try and put as much stress on you as possible and, and just try and ambush things do things that, uh, double A hitters really, they just swing at anything and everything around the zone. These guys are more polished and are looking for a specific pitch in the zone. And so that was a lot of things that I learned. And also just the pace, uh, in minor leagues, there's a, there's a shot clock for what you call it. And so you're able to get into a rhythm and whether the hitter likes it or not. You're just able to just cruise because they're forced to get into the box. They're forced to. There's there's a certain amount of time that you've got in between pitches. But shoot, yesterday it was just like getting a box. It was crazy. <laughs> it was wild. It was just. I mean, a lot a lot slower pace. And of course, being being so anxious and and ready to go. I mean, you're just like, man, this is a lot slower pace slower pace than I thought.
1: But you work quickly normally, anyway.
2: Yes. Yeah, so uh, being a being a position player. Uh, In college and and growing up, I know what position players like, and they want a fast tempo and just kind of just almost like a three-minute inning, in a sense, just trying to get out there and really establish pace. And so I was trying the best I could, that's for sure.
1: Yeah. Talking to Evan Lee on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Again, Major League debut yesterday. Kind enough to join us today. How much information, how much of a scouting report did you get on Mets hitters?
2: So I got a a pretty good one. I ain't going to lie, Eric Petty, he's a veteran. Uh, on the Nationals pitching staff he, he brought me into a room and really took his took his time with me to go over each hitter and, and what I should expect and what I needed to do he didn't have to do that but um, he, he did and I'm I'm very thankful for that uh, right before the game got a little bit more of a scouting report just what uh, the play to my strengths and, and what I needed to do really to go out there and execute and I uh, felt like I was prepared felt like uh, a lot of the things that I I tried to do yesterday played to my strengths, and so it was it was a really good report, and uh, felt like I felt like I executed it to the best of my ability.
1: Correct me if I'm wrong, but I read your manager was talking about another opportunity for you. I guess there was some concern. At least we had this concern yesterday that maybe it'd be a one and done deal. But uh, obviously, they saw enough from you that they're going to give you another crack at this.
2: Yes, sir, they are. So I, um, uh, I think I think I'm. I'm I'm getting ready to go for uh, Tuesday. So, hmm. got to be ready for that one, actually, in Cincinnati right now. Uh, getting prepared to pay, play the Reds today. And so, it's it's a, an amazing experience, and I'm going to make the most of it. That's awesome.
0: I remember talking with Mike Bolsinger, former Razorback pitcher, years ago. And, he, you know, he had spent some time in the minor leagues, and he got that first call up. And he said, you know, it's a great experience. I think it was with uh, against the Cubs was his first game at Wrigley. And just the memories. But he said, financially – it meant a world to him because, uh, you know, it's a big difference from minor league to major league. Uh, and it just it, it just took a lot of pressure off of him financially that, look, I, I just got this check. I'm getting this check. And now I can relax and just pitch. And it helped him. Is that is that something you think will help you?
2: Oh, 100 percent. And um, you guys knowing my wife. That puts enough pressure on myself. In a, in a sense, I'm, I'm just messing. I'm just messing. With her. I'm just She's already spent all but that. Are you talking? What are you talking yeah, about? Oh yeah, it's, it's long gone. But uh, no, I just I wanted to pick at her at that. But absolutely, I think you're 100 percent right. You're being a minor leaguer, uh, you 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 basically you have to love the game to continue to play, and uh, to go out there and pitch on a big league mountain just to get the opportunity. And uh, as long as you stay, the amount. Of, of money is, is significantly different. And it, it really does. It really takes the pressure off of you. And since you can relax, you can go out there and you can enjoy it, not as a job, but more as a, as a passion and as a hobby, you can go out there and, and pitch like you're a little kid again, knowing that you've got some of that pressure off of your back. Once you, once you're um, established yourself and, and to go out there and pitch. And so it, um, it really does. And just to even, I mean, win, lose, draw, you want to win every game, and you, you want to give your team the chance to win, and um, and it, it allows you to do that knowing the comfortability.
1: Evan Lee joining us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Did you go in there with your full repertoire of pitches? Did you use everything that you have been using, or were there, was there a pitch or two you're like, I don't know if I need to use this one on Major League dudes just yet?
2: <laughs> Absolutely. So It's funny because, I mean, in the touch bullpen uh, the day before, now the, the minor league the minor league ball, and the major league ball is different. Uh, the minor league ball is a little softer, kind of a little bit more round. The big league ball feels bigger in your hand, a little flatter, and it's hard as a rock. It feels like a cue ball. <laughs> and so my changeup change was uh, I didn't have really good command of it in the bullpen before the start. It was, it was cutting on me, and so I, I knew that my fastball and my curveball were going to be there, and so I knew I had to, just, I had to throw that a lot uh, going in there if I was going to have any success. And so I threw one change-up in the outing, I, usually, I was primarily fastball, curveball. I have a cutter. I didn't use it uh, yesterday, but that was something that Davey Martinez and them discussed with me after the game. Hey, we think that your cutter will play next outing. Uh, really focus on, on getting that pitch right for next outing and, and throwing that change-up more. And so I have a four-pitch mix that I use. only used basically two pitches yesterday, so hopefully I'm able to have success and, and develop some feel with the big league ball before my next start.
1: Where will you guys be Tuesday?
2: So we will be in Miami playing the Marlins.
1: Okay. So is there a historic ballpark or a place you grew up thinking, man, if I ever got a chance, that would be the place I'd want to pitch?
2: Oh, so absolutely. So growing up, I believe it or not, I was I was a Yankees fan hmm. and uh, just how I liked I liked Derek Jeter. That was that was who that was who I liked, the captain and everything about it. And so if I ever get an opportunity to play in the Bronx I mean, I would. I mean, I was close yesterday in Queens at, at Citi Field, but mm-hmm. just playing Yankee Stadium. I think that's when you're just like, man, it, it really is a reality.
1: Old G just got on Twitter. I saw. So we need We need <laughs> yeah, to be following him. Yeah, he's already making moves.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the first hitter you faced yesterday, uh, Brandon Nemo. He uh, he signed with the Razorbacks years ago, but never played with the Razorbacks. He uh, he took the money in the draft and, and went on. I thought that was a little irony there. When he hit that oh, ball,
2: you.
0: what what? When he hit that ball, what you what went through your mind?
2: Oh, I, I ain't gonna lie. He hit it, and I, I tried to play it off, but I was just like, man, if I if the second pitch I throw is a jack, I mean, this is just <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a long one. But um, man, I just just thankful that he flew out to the warning track. I mean, he he got it and um, didn't didn't get it to the floor or didn't get it low enough, and uh, thankful that that I don't know if it was wind or or somebody. Knocked it
1: down. Have you been more of a, a ground ball or a fly ball guy?
2: Uh, well, usually, uh, usually more of a fly ball pitcher. Uh, usually, guys swing underneath, have a little bit of some spin rate and some vertical approach um, to my fastball and some breaking ball things of that nature. So, uh, usually more fly balls and ground balls. The changeup, that's that's going to be. That's going to be a big pitch for me to be able to induce more ground balls, and so got to get that working for sure.
1: Gotcha. Do you have any conversation with the position guys after the game? I mean, do they do they apologize they couldn't get you any runs yesterday?
2: No, no, heck, no. Those guys, uh, they they were just so complimentary of me. The biggest thing is they made me feel welcome. They were just like, "Great job!" You don't know. I mean, this is your first big league big league appearance. He said all the nerves and everything that goes into that to be able to go out there and just give us a chance to win the ball game. That's all you can do. And it made me feel good and a part of the team to just to just hear those guys say that and just to make me feel welcome after the game and on the plane and things of that nature. It, it really it really made me relax and just feel comfortable knowing that, hey, I'm, I'm on this big league team and, and they respect me and, and want me to be a part of it.
1: Evan, I, I think you've heard enough of our show to know that you probably should not have kids listening most of the time. But let's just say that there are some youngsters, whether it's Saline County, Pulaski County, anywhere in the state anywhere in the world a youngster that's listening um i don't know just kind of give them some words of advice i mean you, you i'm sure you've been preparing for this moment you said since you were 5 i mean take us back to those early days and and things that oh. uh worked for you to get to this place where you are today from you know small town arkansas to to the big leagues
2: absolutely i mean the biggest thing i would say is just uh, that that's who i played for i played i played for the little kids in arkansas all over the place that that have that dream they don't they don't know if it's a re, it can be a reality or not and um just being being from arkansas i mean not many people not many people get that opportunity to tow that big league mount. and so just to be able to to go out there i never i never stopped believing in myself no matter how bad it got i didn't i struggled at arkansas uh, got drafted late in the draft and just just never stopped working the the fire never got Put out on the dream of making it to the big leagues. I've had that since I was real little, and I just—that's I, I, what I was thinking about. It made me, it, it kind of allowed me to relax yesterday, just knowing, hey, you're not playing for yourself. You're playing for all those kids back home in Arkansas that don't think that they can make it, that don't think that that it's a reality, but it really is. A, a small town kid from Bryan, Arkansas, pitched against the Mets yesterday, and and any anything can happen. Anybody can make it if they if they never if they never keep chase quit chasing their dreams. And just any I'm telling you anything can happen if you just chase it and just keep working and do the things that other people aren't, because there's going to be somebody in the world somewhere that is that is working nonstop to try and beat you to that to that start or to that major league debut. If there's somebody out there that's gonna, that's going to be continuously working for that goal, and you have to go out there and achieve it, and you have to go out there and chase it.
1: Well, you're an inspiration to a lot of five year olds, a lot of Hornet high school players, and you're an inspiration to older players too. We had Connor Nolan on earlier and he said he watched your debut yesterday and obviously he's got baseball aspirations professionally beyond his time at Arkansas. He's got, you know, some big fish to fry over in Stillwater this week, but you're an inspiration to even college guys. It's a it's a pretty cool deal. We asked him about your connections and he said you guys played in high school and it sounds like uh, Bryant smoked Greenwood. his greenwood team when he was in high school so uh he still uh, he hasn't hold it against you but he definitely has not forgotten
2: oh absolutely i think I, I, mean, I don't want to jab the greenwood bulldogs because I know a lot of guys from greenwood and and very respectful of them but that that was a a two-run rule game, I believe.
1: A two-run <laughs> rule day for us. <laughs> so you remember as well. Yeah. He's, pitching throwing, yeah, he's, he's pitching against the Mets. He's pitching against some Mets. He's still rubbing it in on the Bulldogs. I love it. That's hilarious.
2: <laughs> hey, don't, hey, don't worry about that. <laughs> uh, it's, it's just It's all fun and games. Absolutely. Yeah. I still have a little bit of uh, some back to my Hornet days. There
0: you go. You told us what it felt like uh, to walk out on the mound and make that first pitch. I'm curious, what was it like walking off the mound when the coach came and got you?
2: Oh, absolutely. Just uh, I mean, David coming out there and saying, "Hey, that that was a heck of a job, man. You kept us in the game. You gave us a chance to win. That's all we could ask for, and we're proud of you." I mean, just to hear that come out of his voice, just knowing that I had I had done what I was supposed to do and I came up there and done what they needed me to do that, and just being able to, to to know that, that was that was big. That made it feel better to walk off that mound because I felt like I, I I always try to be perfect and I want to make sure and leave leave, it, leave the game on my terms where we got a chance to win. And so just to hear that from and that was awesome. And just to be able to look up there and see my family cheering. and Even the Mets fans were applauding just the effort. And um, it, it made me feel good. It made me feel like I belong. And it made me feel like, like a lifelong dream comes true. It was surreal.
1: Well, buddy, you do belong. There's no doubt. We'll look yep. forward to seeing your start next Tuesday. Enjoy the rest of your week and your weekend. And uh, we'll catch up again, man. Thanks so much for the time. I really appreciate oh. it.
2: Oh, absolutely. And thank you guys for letting me come on. you has been a pleasure.
1: All right. Take care. Thanks, Evan. Good luck.
2: Yes, sir. All
1: right. Thank you. Evan Lee.